everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Everybody. Hey there. Hey. Hey. Thanks so much for joining us today. We are talking about one of our favorite four-letter words today. No, don't worry. This is still a family-friendly podcast. So family-friendly, in fact, that we're talking DCOMs. That's right, the ultimate nostalgia vehicle, Disney Channel original movies. We went through an intense DCOM phase in our home growing up. I don't know that it was a phase so much as a thread woven throughout our childhoods. Grace, you had a particularly intense investment in DCOMs, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your list? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I created this list when I discovered that DisneyChannel.com or, you know, whatever the website was, had a list of all of the DCOMs. And so it sort of just became a collection. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why... I obviously wasn't very computer savvy at the time. I hand wrote each one of those. I remember them being hand written. I was going that up. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a hand. That's like when you said DisneyChannel.com, I was like, wait, there was a website? Because I thought it was just like a There's curated a website, but list I, that you'd made. Can you let me ask you in in the year like 2003, if you were on a website, would you have known how to like get that website into a formatted no no i'm not making print. fun of you no no i'm just point. it's just strange to think about you <laughs> mm-hmm. know like exactly now it would be like changed. a piece of cake i'm like first off why didn't i at the very least just like type up a list mm-hmm. like why was i mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> i can't tell you but mm-hmm. yeah i had a handwritten list that i would cross off everyone that i'd seen it was sort of like my version of collecting stamps or something but mm-hmm. it was collecting experiences mm-hmm. memories <laughs> They didn't play a lot of them that much, so I didn't really make that much headway, sadly, into my collection, but um, it was a hobby for a while. Would you, like, look (laughs) ahead on the DVR and see what was coming up, or would you just, or on the guide, Mm -hmm. or would you just kind of, like, get them when you could? Um, Sort of both. I feel like we watched a lot of Disney Channel, so, like, usually Mm -hmm. they would, like, say what was coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, There'd be those little like Disney ears that said like up next mm-hmm. or something, and it would yeah. show. Yeah. Um, was there was there kind of a a unicorn, a white whale that you were hoping to cross off the list that you remember that never could? Oh, the one that got away. A, I feel like there probably was, but I I would need to I would need to hold that list in my hand mm-hmm. again to get that memory. Back. Yeah. Oh, that you could. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't have cable for like at least for my early childhood, we, our grandparents did. So it was always like a special treat to watch Nickelodeon or Disney Channel when we were at their house. And I feel like it was kind of right around the time that DCOMs were kind of coming into their own as like a major powerhouse that we did get cable. And so like, I feel like that was part of it was we were just so excited that like we had Disney Channel. Um, but let me share you, with you guys a little bit of history about Disney Channel original movies, and um, then we'll get into talking about some of our favorites. So 
the Disney Channel started producing their own movies in 1983, but they were called Disney Channel Premiere Films. Um, and it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like if you look at old Disney movies, not Disney Channel movies, but like old Disney movies, they're mostly like live action, um, some kind of more like serious ones, you know, like old yeller type ones, a lot of like an older father figure leading the family you know, through the mountains or something, those kind of things. Uh, snooze fest. Uh, yeah, snooze fest, exactly. And that's how these early Disney Channel movies were. They were a lot more serious um, and, like, adult-driven. And they started calling them Disney Channel original movies in 1997. So that's when the true DCOMs really started, was 1997. And the third DCOM was the first one that really started getting attention and like kids were talking about on the playground um does anyone know what that third one was i watched it just last summer i think maybe two years ago it's the iconic brink we watched brink for a friend's birthday and last year last year two years ago and i had two pieces of chocolate cake and then i threw up Oh no, Grace! Oh, Grace. oh just two pieces of cake. I know. Mm-hmm. That's not I don't that know much cake. Of sugar intolerance, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I felt like a like a little kid at a party. <laughs> like you got too excited, <laughs> ate too much cake, and then watched, watched Brink too and much threw and threw up. Oh yeah, too this probably happened up. to multiple people. Like have had the same mm-hmm. experience, but you know, mm-hmm. in the nineties. Um, and I feel like Brink is one of the ones that, especially for people my age, not so much like Anne and Tess, but. For people my age, I feel like if you ever bring up DCOMs, it's like, oh, Brink is, like, one of the ones that people, Mm -hmm. like, love. So I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was, like, one of the really early ones. Um, I thought there were more before it, but it held up. It's a really good movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. It's fun. And especially if you kind of grew up in that era where, like, skate culture was (laughs) such a thing, I feel like... It's very nostalgic. Blade culture? Blade, excuse me, excuse me, Blade culture. (laughs) He's very friendly and sweet. He's like a nice boy. Brink? Brink. Um, (laughs) He's all cheerful and like... Yeah, that kid was cute. I had a big crush on him. What was his name? Eric something? Eric Vaughn? Eric Vaughn... Oh, man. (laughs) Like Detweiler or something? Princess Diaries, too. I forgot he was in... Sorry, Princess Diaries also. Princess Diaries. I forgot he was in Princess Diaries. And he's also Wally... um, Cleaver and Leave It to Beaver. He is Wally Cleaver. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, I had a big crush on him too. Yeah, he was a big. I, was I would say a little too young. Too young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he brings great. Um, and so they kind of started ramping up production after they gained popularity. And the year that had the most films released was uh, the year two thousand. They released twelve, so that's like a ray of like wow. one a month. And then two thousand one had ten. So it totally makes sense that, you know, they would be such a nostalgic thing for us. Myself, you know, I'm like, okay, I was 12 in the year 2000, you know, so it's like right at that tween age where you need, and I was thinking about this as we were getting ready. They really, Disney Channel original movies, like it's, it's funny looking back on things from your childhood and kind of like making fun of them or picking them apart. They really are pretty good though. Especially considering the fact that, like, and I'm getting into that with Ella. She'll be nine this year. And, you know, she'll kind of be like, oh, that's a baby show. You know, the movies that, like, the little kids want to watch. But 
a lot of stuff is just like not appropriate or too grown up or has like inappropriate humor or language. And so finding things that like the whole family can enjoy, but you don't have to worry about the content. I mean, it's hard. So I think Disney actually yeah. did a really good job with these movies. Because They're pretty good tween movies. And like even because like it wasn't like Nickelodeon, like we weren't allowed to watch or something. But some of sometimes there's other ones that are like just too like dating heavy or teen heavy mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. when you're like 10 or 12, you're you know, just not as, like, interested in those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids' movies that come out now have a lot of, like, potty humor and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. like, even, like, our kids have been watching the Lego movie a bunch. And I have nothing against it, but it does have more potty humor. And that kind of, you know, thing that I'm just not a huge fan of. Um, and so, I like, I was getting ready for this last night and watching a movie that I will reveal later. And Ella came down and I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, I don't have to worry about, like, pausing this because it might not be appropriate. And she was like, what are you watching? And she, like, stayed and watched it with me for a while. And so I was like, and and I will admit we were um, scamming off of Grace's Disney Plus. So maybe <laughs> that's why we have not introduced some to our kids yet. We don't have Disney Plus. But I might consider restarting our subscription after that because I was like, oh, it's nice to have movies like this that... I could sit down and watch with Ella and like I would be enjoying it and she would be enjoying it too. <laughs> so yeah, I think they did a really, I think they, they do a good job with them. Um, so the decom with the highest premiering viewership was High School Musical 2. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the list, a lot of the top like four or five were sequels to things that had already, you know. Mm-hmm. So the, the highest, the one of the highest viewership in the premiere that was not like a sequel or a spin-off of like an already established show like Wizards of Waverly Place or something was The Descendants um which we have not really gotten into it was kind of in my blind spot where I was like my kids were too little to be into it so that might be one we need to go back and watch um I've seen a few clips and the concept I think is really cute of The Descendants so that might be one that we need to like go back and watch um I've met multi I've had Met multiple people like my age who say The Descendants is their favorite movie. <laughs> the <whole> time. <laughs> I've never seen it. That's so funny. That's a pretty good endorsement. Yeah, that is a pretty good endorsement. So um, here is a question I have for you guys. Let's take two sets of Disney Channel sisters. Do you know the ones I'm going to bring up? I have two sets in my mind. Mm-hmm. but So there's Allie and AJ. Of course. Wow. Okay, I wasn't. That's I not wasn't who you're thinking right of. <gasps> Tia and Tamara. Oh, Tia and yeah. Tamara. That's true. I forgot about that. I don't think of them as Disney. I know they were in Twitches. I just think of them as sister sister, which was not a Disney show. That's true. Like they were in a Disney Channel movie, but that like. But mm-hmm. I was thinking one of the best. Thinking of them, there's also other sisters where one was a Disney Channel sister and one was another sister. Who was not a Disney show? Why are you being so vague? Who are you talking <laughs> about? I was We're guessing. Still oh, guessing. The other one would be the Panabakers, of course. The Panabakers, of course. Yeah, yes. obviously. Them. But like Hillary and Haley Duff. Hillary oh, Duff was yeah. a Disney girl. Mm-hmm. True. Haley, oh, yeah. There were a lot Haley of sisters. Just an actress, but not on Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there were a decent number of sisters. Um, I was thinking, my mind went to Ashley and Jessica Simpson. <laughs> Which neither of them are on no, Disney no, Channel. No Way too mature was for Disney Jessica Channel. Was Jessica Simpson a, a Mouseketeer? Um, that's a good question. Was she not even a Mouseketeer? I actually don't know. 
Um, you want to go to Mouseketeers, though? We could also do Brittany and Jamie Lee. Who yeah. are <laughs> never on the Disney yeah, Channel. Um, so Miley Cyrus was the only major Disney Channel series star to not headline her own DCOM, which is weird. I'm like, what? But the Hannah Montana movie was was in theaters yes so oh that was in theaters high school musical 2 the hannah montana movie and the lizzie mcguire movie were the three that actually were like theatrical release or no it was high school musical 3 excuse me not high school (laughs) my apologies we were home (laughs) glued to the tv for high school musical 2 i remember it well so where did we settle on the mishalkas versus the panabakers um i think that the mishalkas ended up a lot not a lot more successful, but a little more successful. I'm just asking Danielle you guys, who did you who did you like better? Because I feel like we were really into the Panabakers for a while. I loved the Panabakers. I loved but the I Panabakers. loved Allie Mashalka because she was on... Phil of the Future. Phil of the Future. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the Panabakers, I just associate with Stuck in the Suburbs, which I feel like we went through a major Stuck in the Suburbs oh phase. God, that soundtrack. Really <laughs> Everybody that soundtrack- has bad days. Everybody makes mistakes. What, that's, Wasn't that from? What's Hannah Montana? Oh my Hannah, gosh. That was literally the Hannah Montana theme song. What? I'm so sorry. Our, all of our faces were like, <laughs> so sorry. Like, disgusted. I'm sorry. I'm horrified. What? Oh, is it the, <laughs> let the rain fall down? No, that's just, no. that's just that's just Oh, no. Okay, like someone sing one of the songs from Suck in the Suburbs there's then. Over I'm not it. going to. There's, yeah. there's so clear. There's, oh Just do God, it. Sing. So Look, Prove even, me wrong. You can't sing. Haley Duff is on that soundtrack. Singing what? I'm trying to show that other people can I'm, sing on this show, not just me. Come on. I think that you're the only None one that does it because... None of us want to yeah. sing on <laughs> <laughs> but we know the song. Oh, it's gonna bug me now. I wanna I should have listened to the soundtrack before this to prepare. I listened to a lot of Disney Channel songs to prepare for this episode. <laughs> I, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole that I'm not proud of. But um so I'm gonna throw out a couple movies and I want you guys to tell me which one has the best soundtrack. Okay, so we're gonna take Stuck in the Suburbs off the table because I think we've established that, you know. We have nostalgic memories for that one. Um, I think that was the same. So what we would do is we would go on a family trip and we would bring like a couple CDs. And now those songs are like forever ingrained in my head associated with like that time. Um, Britney Spears is was our trip to England. Do mm-hmm. you guys remember that? Like yeah. we would listen to that one over. I don't remember what album her <laughs> her breakout album, whatever that was. Um, but Stuck in the Suburbs was this one trip to Salt Lake. Do you guys remember? Like, yeah. we went as a, as a family. And I think I, that was, like, the best summer of my life. Mm-hmm. That was a great summer. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was a really good summer. Was that the summer we were at the Chase Suites? Or was that so. a different one? There was this kind of – it's probably – I don't know. As an adult, I have no way to judge if it was a nice hotel or not. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want our parents to listen and be offended if I'm like, it was probably a dumpy place. It was probably fine. As a kid, I thought it was the lap of luxury, but it probably wasn't. But it was this like, I don't know what you'd call it a hotel. It was almost like condos, but they were like in a hotel community in Salt Lake that we stayed at one summer, and. Um, we thought it was like the funnest thing in the world. There was a pool. The hotel provided both breakfast and strangely a dinner. 
Mm-hmm. That yeah. was it was I like remember that. it was like so simple. It would be like hot dogs and potato chips or like spaghetti, like nothing else. Yeah. Spaghetti. But we oh, hey we sweet spaghetti. We we <laughs> so loved it. Funny. There was a fountain drink. There were fountain drinks, I think, that you could all you could drink. Which as a parent myself, I would be like, Great, eat up kids, like <laughs> this is dinner. You know, I would be I would be all over that. Um so yeah, that was a very fun summer. We just kinda were driving around doing fun stuff, but I remember that soundtrack. And I think that was the same trip that dad did the What the Pim Diffy, which we've referenced on a previous episode. <laughs> We're not going to talk too much about Pim Diffy because we really went in depth on her on our Where Are They Now episode. Um, you can go back and listen to that if you'd like to see me doing some, you know, self-promotion here within the episode. I'm proud of myself very, for that. Very nice. Yeah, good job, Claire. Uh, but... Yeah, there was a time I think our dad was driving the wrong way down a street and he realized and went up on, like, drove up on the sidewalk. I was like, what the Pim Diffy? And we always, we love bringing that up. But I just want to give Pim a shout out because we all love Pim so much. And no discussion mm-hmm. of the Disney Channel is complete without at least a nod to Pim. Without Pim. Yeah. And without <laughs> Pim's friend played by Kay Panabaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that. Wow, they were both she on the so same... Funny. She was really funny. So there was she a Panna Baker and a Mishalka on the same show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Wow. World's <laughs> a gem of a show. A gem of a show. So back to songs. I'm going to read off a couple aside from Stuck in the Suburbs, which one is the best songs? High School Musical 1, High School Musical 2, High School Musical 3, Camp Rock, Princess Protection Program, Lemonade Mouth, Cheetah Girls. Ooh. I know. It's I tough. I only know... A few of the... I like, didn't know Princess Protection Program had music. Yeah, I'm I not like sure. We watched yeah, it I'm not familiar. It was one of the most popular because I think it was a Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato it was. duet of some Crossover. kind. I don't know. That one was after my time. So I don't even know that one. I just saw it on a list of like best Disney Channel songs. So I included I thought I what Tessa my Ann is. might know it. Like I, I've got my decision. Let's hear it. I say best music... High School Musical 2. Okay. Whoa. That's... I didn't... I did... I would say High School Musical 1, but they're all good. I think I would say High School Musical 1 had genuinely the best music, but the Cheetah Girls soundtrack is I, iconic in its own right. I was going to say Cheetah Girls just because mm-hmm. I have good memories. I almost... Yeah. I almost did that one, too, for nostalgia reasons. Um... I should have picked High School Musical 2 because I just realized last night I did a clogging routine to what time is it? And that was one of our performance, <laughs> our SPAC <laughs> folk oh, dance the team most, performance. It's the most, so BYU. It's the most, most BYU, BYU thing, thing you could, I know, it, it, like it totally is. Yeah. I can picture it. Yeah. I want a video. Do you um, a video? I do. I've shown my kids the video. I'm, oh, we're all dressed stories. in red and white and I, this is very Claire. I, I loved like a headscarf back in the day, oh, yeah. <laughs> like as a headband. <laughs> Um, I still think it's a very cute look, uh, but I had like a red and white polka dot like scarf. That was part of my costume. Um, but yeah, I think High School Musical, High School Musical, if you read anything about DCOMs, it's always mentioned because it was kind of one that like blew the lid off as like, yeah. this could be like a major franchise, you know, not just like these little made for TV movies, but like it became this 
Remember how we went to High School Musical live in Salt Lake, <laughs> too? I forgot about that. <gasps> I remember Who? that. You and Grace? No, it was in, I was I there. was like a kid living at home. It was on a summer trip. Went. Yeah, we all went. I didn't. It was in a theater. I didn't go. It was Wait, in sorry, like what a theater s- in Salt Lake, like a nice, mm-hmm. like auditorium. Yeah, it wasn't like a movie. It was like a live event. You guys, I did not you guys do this. not remember this. Where would no, you possibly would not, have been? I would remember it if I had been there. I feel like I really would have remembered this. Where would There's you no two have we... been? <laughs> Why? Oh, were you at EFY? Maybe you were at EFY. So just me and Tess went. <laughs> Maybe. Claire. But how? But I don't feel like what? mom would have no. done that. She would have left both of you out of the There's experience. There's no way you guys loved Can you imagine high school if musical. they did a high school musical live and like two of us didn't? Get a go. Mm-hmm. You guys really didn't have like Zach Efron in it, did it? No, it didn't have Zach or Vanessa, I don't think, but it had Corbin, it had I think actually Tisdale. Um, I don't know who played Troy and Gabriella. Um, but it had some of the stars, like the lesser stars were there. Lucas, what was his last name? Grabiel. 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 Um Yeah, I think if you were Anyone with Utah ties, you were morally obligated to be obsessed with High School Musical just because it was filmed in Salt Lake. So, did you see the picture that Zach Efron posted where he's in front of East mm-hmm. High School? Of course, I did. What does it mean? Do we know? I By the time this comes out, it'll probably be old news. He was probably just there doing an like in Salt Lake for some event and just. Stop by for nostalgia. Well, but Vanessa Hudgens also was also oh, there, and they both posted at the same time in front of East High. Maybe they're doing like well, one of those Friends. Like, remember when the people on Friends did that, mm, and everyone was like, "Friends is coming back," and it was like a very like milk toast reunion show where they just watched clips. So maybe they're doing maybe. something like that. I want it so bad to be High School Musical four. <laughs> well, it would be really <laughs> cute be so if they did amazing. like a second generation thing. You know, and like it was like yeah. they're, but they're not old enough they're to have like, like their kids in high kids. school. <laughs> their toddlers are in like preschool or something. Yeah. Um, on the topic of High School Musical, the first episode of High School Musical, the musical, the series just came out of the first or the third season. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that. And Corbin Blue um, makes, I always, when I was little, I always wanted to call him Cordon, Cordon Blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always still want to call him that. It is really but close he, to that. Why would they name him that? I, I think <laughs> like, it was purposeful. Is it, a, is it a stage name or is it his real name? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Is it a stage name? I don't know. Maybe it's not. <laughs> um, well, he appears. He's like the guest like appearance in this season. But it just made me laugh because there's a scene where he's like, someone's like, hey, Corbin, like, can you like direct our musical? And his like assistant on the show is like, are you kidding? He's Corbin Blue. You think he has time to stick around and direct a musical? <laughs> and I, was just like, I don't know what he's up to, but it feels like maybe he would have time. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe he doesn't actually have an assistant in real life. He's Corbin Blue. <laughs> they were acting like he was this like huge star. I just loved That's it. That's so funny. He is one of the most recognizable Disney Channel names, though, I think. Probably just because mm-hmm. his name is... So I looked it up. His last name is... It's, 
Blue is his middle name. So it's Corbin Blue Rivers. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, it's not oh. like a, not necessarily a stage name. Okay. So we don't have time to recap or review all of the 100 plus decoms in existence. So we each chose one favorite to revisit this week. Um, to spice it up a bit, we have not told each other which movie we rewatched. So we've each written a haiku about our choice. And we're going to see if we can figure out which one we're talking about. This was the most random idea. <laughs> I yeah, love it so I much. It. I just love a good haiku. And I thought, why not? Because do you guys remember that when and Anne and I, and like, I feel like Anne's, like some of our friends mm-hmm. were obsessed with haiku. Like we would, we all had little books that we would write haiku in. Yeah. I didn't know that. We had to do it for girls camp, I think that summer. Well, it, was like, and it was one of the like options on. at girls camp, but like we took it really far. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, so funny. I loved it. I didn't know that. Who wants to go first? Can I just say, I was really excited about this because as we already talked about, I love haikus. Not really, but um, <laughs> not anymore so much. But I was like, oh, this will be fun to like be like creative. I got major like writer's block and now I feel really like bad about my haiku. Oh, no. It's, very good. <laughs> it's just, I'm it's sure okay, mine, we, mine aren't good yeah, either. No, mine's not great. good. Mine aren't good, Claire. You wrote multiples. Well, I... I did a I did a backup one too, but I don't think I'm going to end up using it. So oh, okay, oh. that's so clear. Okay. So here is my haiku: Rich girl meets poor boy, enemies become lovers, journalist turns spy. <gasps> it's um, get a clue. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I watched. Okay, so I had so much. Um, this threw me into kind of a tailspin. It was like a fugue state of like, I don't know what to to pick. And Dave was sitting with me. We were just scrolling, scrolling. We were looking at online lists. And I was like, do I go with like an old one that maybe like everyone else isn't as familiar with because I'm older, but like I remember it. Do I go with my favorites? Do I go with one that I think no one else will choose just for the sake of like variety? And he was like, well, what do you want to do? And somehow we ended up watching Get a Clue. And then I was like, I'm not going to do this one because I don't even remember this movie at all. Like, I don't, oh. I didn't even know it was ever made. I loved this I one. It was such a good so I, I didn't watched choose that this one. as mine, but I did watch it. So I'm glad That's we can so talk about funny. it. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Do they say poifect in that a lot? No, no. But just the, for some reason, like, she doesn't have an accent, but like, her little the boy in it well because he's from has brooklyn this, has this like brooklyn accent and it just is like oh okay because ann and i had <laughs> it's really bad um in the group text before filming or before recording this where i said some something was like gonna be perfect and then <laughs> i was like that's a spoiler for the one that i watched and ann was like oh no me too <laughs> I was worried. I didn't know that you meant like they actually said boy. (laughs) I know that's I. And then I told Dave, I'm like, oh, I'm afraid Grayson. What are the odds we all three like? I I was like like, racking my brain. I was like, I kind of was worried that Grace would pick get a clue because I remembered her really liking it too when we Mm -hmm. first watched it. I thought you were gonna pick Stuck in the Suburbs. So I actually watched that last year when we briefly had Disney Plus just for fun. (laughs) 
And it was great, but I didn't want to watch it again. <laughs> um, yeah. So the guy who says Poifect and is from Brooklyn, his name is Bug Hall. Do you guys know what he's, like, really famous for? No. This shows our, our generational differences because Dave and I immediately oh. like, knew who he was. He's Alfalfa from Little Rascals. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And his hair in Get a Clue might be... <sighs> It's like a Karen haircut, kind of, but it is, I mean, that's what the cool hair was. So, like, it's it's good for the time, but I was just yeah. like, I can't take this haircut. It kind of reminds me of, like, early Jim Halpert. Oh, it's mm-hmm. totally early Jim Halpert. It, like, yes. <laughs> he kind of looks like, like, he looks like he could be, like, a young Jim Halpert with, like, a chin Yeah, dimple. he does, actually. Yeah. So, tell us what you thought. Like, how did it hold up? Um... It was pretty good. I had some questions about, like, where their parents were. Like, I don't know why they were just (laughs) on the loose in New York City, Mm -hmm. like, getting involved in, like, a serious crime. Um, (laughs) But... I mean, they're kind of having to sneak around. And her mom was on a business trip, so she didn't have as much supervision as she normally would. I mean, the dad probably could have done a better job, but it was a different time. Um, It's important to not let parents stand in the way of plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I liked her. I liked the fashions that are actually coming back now. I was like, this is so weird because I remember at the time being like, wow, this fashion is like really over the top. And I thought like this will be one thing that will never come back in style. And yet, like, here we are. Mm-hmm. Back. <laughs> All the like horrible like brightly colored bell bottoms and stuff, but I kind of, it was a nice like time capsule of fashion. Um, and I do, I feel like, you know how like when we were young, like the joke is that we all wanted to be marine biologists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also all wanted to be spies. <laughs> there was like such spy culture going on. Mm-hmm. Harriet the spy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think this was kind of like their... I don't know, like Disney's like attempt at like having a spy show. Well, it worked. Yeah, it worked. I I I remember getting um like some little spy gear at the toy store when I was like around. <gasps> I remember when you had that. that. Yeah. And I was like so sure I was gonna like bug someone's room and get like the dirt on people and I never <laughs> I think all the closest you came was just like reading my journal like multiple times yeah. and telling yeah. everyone about it. <laughs> um I was laughing speaking of a different time. Well, for one thing in movies like this and it's not just this movie, it's any like tween or teen movie, their morning routine is like so glamorous. Yes. For one thing they wake up and it seems that they've woken up 3 hours before school because they have like mm. so much time. They're calling friends. They're eating like a hot breakfast with the whole family. The sun is like fully up. The sun is fully up. Exactly. So I'm like, what's the time? None (laughs) of it makes sense. Um, But I was cracking up how she gets this piece in the paper. And people at school are like, good job, Lexi. You shine, Lexi. And like, wow, like like you're you're amazing and she's like thanks guys thanks and and her friend's like wow uh, her friend a ravishing brenda song mm-hmm. is like wow lexi like you've really done it and stuff and i'm like what high schoolers are like see like this little tiny feature in like the morning news and it's immediately <laughs> yeah. like you know hot off the press literally like you know lexi 
Lexi's famous, you know, I just was like, maybe, maybe back then, and granted it was New York and stuff, but I'm like, I just don't think, I've been in the paper multiple times and no one cared. So I, I don't (laughs) think that's really how it works, but. I thought Brenda Song and Lindsay Lohan did a really good job. Yeah, they were very cute in it. Mm -hmm, They are. I I wish that, I don't know, (laughs) that we still had them. Me too. Acting and stuff now. Yeah, they were, they were both very, um. Yeah, fun to watch. The thing I laughed about, too, was, like, obviously, you know, she is, like, very well-to-do. Um, but it was, like, the fact that um, – I can't remember Bug's name in the movie, but he lives in Brooklyn, and it's not like he's, like, on the brink of poverty. Like, he lives in, like, a brownstone. It seems like he has just, like, a normal, like, middle-class life. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, she's never seen – a person who's not like crazy rich and i'm like i just don't know if that's like reality that yeah i mean maybe kids I feel like in new york it's impossible not to be mixing with people of a lot of different exactly classes, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so she's like this is your house and i'm like it looks like a perfectly nice house <laughs> it's like the size of my house. house and i don't live he in new a york computer in his room mm-hmm. i'm like he's not yeah and yeah she's like what and then he walks in and she's like what's that smell and he's like oh my mom likes to cook and she's like your mom cooks and i'm like i'm sorry you've never you don't know any moms that cook and you've then like seen like a tv show <laughs> or like yeah where june cleaver is like baking or something and then i also loved just because i'm married to a nurse he's like this is my mom she's a nurse she works the night shift and she's standing in the kitchen in the middle of the day in her scrubs and i'm like no that's not real like <laughs> She would yeah. either be asleep or, you know, she would not be standing in the scrub in her scrubs in the kitchen baking in the middle of the day if she worked <laughs> nights. But I did – yeah, it was a cute movie and Lindsay, Lo- Lindsay Lohan is really cute. What about you, Tess? Well, mine's going to be very – well, I won't say. I won't spoil. Um, okay. Danielle at her best, unbeatable pop soundtrack – Dweeby male heart. Oh, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad someone watched Chuck in the Suburbs. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that there was a I feel like I had the right to because I was five when this came <laughs> out. And I remember, like, I, rem- I have, like, these dreamlike memories of, like, the craze in our household over this movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, little snippets and scenes. But I never got to, like, really enjoy it, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, understand, like... The nuances of the movie. So I, I really loved it. It was very cute. I do have, um, I have, I like to be immersed and I like to not like point out flaws in, you know, decoms because they're just meant to be mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. But I do have a couple of, um, <laughs> things to point out. There's one scene where the dad is taking like a huge bowl of ice cream away from, um, like her younger brother. Mm-hmm. And he takes the bowl and he puts it in the cupboard. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's filled with ice cream and whipped cream. And he just puts it in the cupboard what? and closes okay, that's the really cupboard. Weird. It was really bizarre. And then Luke also pointed out that when, um, when Jordan is playing the guitar at the end, his fingers are on the fret and they are not moving. <laughs> they are not making any chords. They're just like in a little clump on the th- on the fret. Um, so those are my main uh, my main things to point out. I do also think like at first I was like, who is this 
act like why did they choose this actor to be mm-hmm. like everyone's in love with him because he's looks like he's 10 to 15 years I know. older than everybody exactly. else yeah he's like a grown it's, up and pretty creepy he, yeah and he he's not he's not cute but then i also was like if you look at pictures of like harry styles who we were all obsessed with back in the day he he looked very dweeby back then too and we're still obsessed with him now, but was Terry um, Killam a big deal when the like? Yeah, I don't. What was, was he a star? What was his timeline on this? That's a good question. I don't think he was a big star. I don't remember if I knew him was, before. Now, was Terry Killam on all that? Oh, good question. I'm gonna Google Google it. That's a good that question. Yes, it, he was on even all at that. The time I remember being like, this guy is not. A heart throb. But he was kind of no. Couldn't remember if he was recognizable at the time or if it was like shortly after I saw him on like. Was he famous before oh, SNL? Actually, I don't think he was on all that. He was on the Amanda Show, which was oh, okay. A you know a vision that was such a good show, but I don't see any evidence that he was on all that. But yeah, it's kind of funny. He did a Nickelodeon to Disney crossover. It looks like. Mm. Um. But yeah, he made a few little appearances on Random. He was a guest star on iCarly. He was on Drake and Josh. So he was kind of around, but not, he wasn't a big deal. In the Dan Schneider pot of actors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so that made me laugh. I was just like, why why is there like this 25-year-old guy that everyone's obsessed with? Also, she looks older than all of her friends. She's like... That's taller true. than them and, yeah. and older. I also just love an island of hope in a sea of sameness. Just like repeated over and over through the movie. So it's good. amazing. Such a good I line. love it. Whoever wrote that line, they thought that was like really good good content. Yeah. <laughs> and they included it many times. But I thought that was like it was it lived up to my expectations. So good. So I, I accept the the um the craze <laughs> around it. So I don't know if I'm not sure who's who. Well, I don't want to. Let me just give my haiku. Okay. <laughs> Sand, sea, sun, and surf. All these teens are dancing now. This is a sequel. Is it Beach Teen Movie Two? All these teens. Yes. Is teen that Beach Teen two. Beach Two? Is that what it's called? Yes. I never saw those because I think <laughs> they're, they're after my time. Choose this one. I knew it would be after your time. So, okay, I originally, I had to pick one that I've seen. You know, that was the rule is, like, mm-hmm. rewatch one. Um, and I saw Teen Beach 2 when it came out originally in, like, 2015 or something. I was babies. Remember when I was watching <laughs> uh, Emma, Carson, and Lily when their parents, mm-hmm. so some of our cousins, um, their parents, like, were in Hawaii for a week. And they were, like, high school, middle school-ish age. So, like, they just needed somebody like, I was in college. They just needed someone who could, like, stay there mm-hmm. at night. Basically, like, drive them around and, like, sort of just, like, not really babysit. If there was an emergency um, of some kind. Exactly. Um, but the the youngest, Lily, was, like, I think she was 12 or 13 or something. So we watched a bunch of – so we watched The Descendants um, oh, when perfect. it came out. Um, and Teen Beach 2. And I remember liking I, – I wasn't sold on The Descendants. I think I was too old, but – I was like, yeah, this Teen Beach 2 is pretty good. And then I, I have friends staying with me right now, so it was kind of a tough sell to get them to watch any <laughs> Disney Channel movies, but 
the Teen Beach movies have Jordan Fisher. And so I was able to sort of use that as like a selling point. So we settled on Teen Beach 2. And I mean, it's not that old, but it definitely held up. Oh, Jordan Fisher. He <laughs> is super good. Grace, did we, was it you that I watched that dance movie with him in or was that Anne? Oh, that was me. Yeah, where he was, I can't remember the name of the movie, but I was like, why does that name sound familiar? Yeah, he's entertaining. Yeah. He's the best. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have really a huge part in it. He's very much a background character, but yeah, great movie. Wasn't able to watch really a blast from the past one due to insubordinate guests. (laughs) Um. (laughs) So no notes? I mean, I wouldn't change a single thing about the movie. Wow. It's, <laughs> I'm going to have to really watch good. it. Um, I haven't seen the first one, but the second one. So the here, I know you guys want to know the premise. <laughs> In the first movie, it's two teenagers who are watching some sort of old movie, and they somehow get sucked back into the old movie and like oh. are back there. The sequel is the stars of the movie somehow make it into their world. So it's a... You know, oh, it's a classic, cute. like, like, That's oh, like kids from the, like, 60s. Mm-hmm. They don't know what a cell phone is. What's this? Hoverboards? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I can't figure out where the movie's supposed to be set. It didn't look like Florida or California. What? And they say they're not in Hawaii, so... I feel like every no beach movie in my mind is California. They were dressed like California, but the landscape was absolutely not California. Very interesting. The Texas Gulf? I don't know. Interesting. Beats me. Well, that sounds very cute. So maybe I'll have to watch that. Um, Okay. Are you guys ready for mine? Mm -hmm. And Grace, yours was a real haiku because I was looking up the requirements. I knew 575, but it's also supposed to include like a reference to the natural world. So you actually Mm -hmm. did a good job on yours. Mm. Thank you. That was intentional. (laughs) Is that like an underhanded... (laughs) Insult. You actually know. Sorry. Oh, I didn't like that. Mine doesn't have one either. (laughs) Mine doesn't have any kind of nature element. Sorry. That sounded. It did sound point. You. Just. I'll say a monotone. You actually did a good. You did a good job. (laughs) It was good. I don't know. I'm making it worse. I'm sorry. Like you were surprised (laughs) that Grace did a good job. Yeah. yeah, Anyway, you shake it. Okay. (laughs) It's offensive. Okay, I'm ready. Marches to her own beat. She's more than just a maggot. Wait a second. Marches to her own beat. That's seven syllables, right? Marches to That's her six. own beat. Oh, no. How about march? March to your own beat. March to own beat? Marches to own beat. Marches to own beat. Oh, no. You guys, I worked so hard on this last night. What? Can you change it? Can you change it from like Grace is rocking? I'm dying. From her to your um, because then it would be like a command to march to your own beat. March to Okay. March. Like that this is her advice to us and to Okay, I like that. Christy Carlson Ooh. Romano. Okay, I'm ready. March to your own beat. She's more than just a maggot. Free spirit broken. <gasps> that Whoa. was powerful. More than just a maggot? It's Cadet Kelly. It's it's Cadet Kelly. So the maggot explanation is the Christy Carlson Romano character, Jennifer, I think her name is. Is that her name? I'm going to have to look it up. Um, I don't remember. She calls her maggot. Because she's, she's like... In, do you know the plot, Tess? 
Let me no. explain. I will give a summary because <laughs> well, I have a lot to say about this movie upon rewatch. It's one of my favorite decoms. Um, and it usually ranks in the top 10 of like most rewatched or like most popular, even though it had no connection to like a franchise on Disney Channel. It didn't have sequels, you know, so it, it I would say it's one of the ones that like stands the test of time and popularity. Like people love this mm-hmm. movie. Um, part of it, I would say, is also, like, the Lindsay Lohan thing where Hilary Duff, she sparkles. She's Mm -hmm. a great little (laughs) protagonist in this movie. She's very likable. Um, but, yes, so the plot is basically Kelly living a happy life in New York City. Her parents are divorced, but they have a good relationship. She loves her mom and her dad. Her dad is a photographer. Well, this is... Really, really detailed. In case anyone, I I mean, Tess, I she asked for background. So, uh, her mom is a high-powered exec. One thing I noticed is Disney in the late '90s, early thousands was really leaning into like the executive mom, Mm -hmm. like trope. (laughs) Because same thing with Get a Clue. I think and even Stevens, their mom is kind of like the main breadwinner. Politician. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a politician. So I think they, I mean, that's great. They were really leaning into like the mom being in the workplace and like, like a high powered career woman. Um, now, the high powered career woman mom gives it all up in the blink of an eye when she marries Sir. Yes, he goes by Sir, who is in the military. And um, they move to upstate New York for him to have his dream job running this military academy. And which I was kind of laughing that that was his dream job. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Just it's not like it's West Point where they're training like actual like officers. It's like for kids, right? Maybe I don't understand Mm -hmm. how military schools work, but it seemed to be teenagers only. It wasn't like I'm probably bungling no, it the did way not the military seem like it was a pursu- prestigious. It seemed like if you had worked <laughs> your way up the ranks in the military and you were like... Because I think he was a retired general or a, a retired colonel or something. Like, it, I I think it would probably seem odd to do like mm-hmm. some weird offshoot. But it seemed like his dad, out. I think his dad had had that job. So there was like, you oh. know, he was like... Because I think they moved into the home, his childhood home. Because there was something of like, I remember my father pacing these halls. And like, there was something in, in his dark night of the soul when Kelly screws up. I'm sorry. Yeah. All I'm trying to say is I had a hard time. I support, You didn't even get to the plot of the movie. Though. I just have to say this. I support the troops wholeheartedly. What? Why is this a question? But, but I do not think that it is right that Kelly was so happy. She was a free spirit. She's an artist. She goes to this really like artsy school in New York where the kids have drum circles and they don't do math. She's happy. She loves her dad. <laughs> and the mom marries Sir and is like, guess what? We're moving. And now you have to go to military school. And Kelly. I don't think that's the troops' oh, fault. That's not. No, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. I don't want anyone to think that I'm saying like, I don't think military school is a good thing. It's just. I thought it was really mean that her mom did that to her. Oh, so mean. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, poor little Kelly, and she has such a good attitude about it. She tries so hard to fit in, and, like, the whole movie is kind of like, it actually made me really sad, because then at the end, <laughs> like, Jennifer's like, I'm going to be moving, but I hope you'll be a cadet next year, and our commanding officer or whatever, a platoon leader, that's what it was, and I hope you'll find a maggot of your own or something. 
and it's like it's kind of like a happy you know freeze frame kind of thing and i'm like no kelly it's like the einstein quote if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree it'll spend its whole life thinking it's stupid (laughs) i don't know (laughs) kelly is a free spirit she's not meant to be in the military you know and i don't don't know she thrived by the end she did so well she did well because she was like trying she was trying to please her mom and sir but it kind of broke my heart it's not what she really okay this is what it all comes back to is claire sees herself Uh (laughs) not really i wish i did i i actually probably i would do great i would do great at military school personally i would that would that would be great for me rules structure you know expectations i would do very well it made me maybe it was sad because i saw what could have been with kelly of like she was just mm-hmm. happy girl and like she got forced in this situation and she did well but i just was like why did they make her do that like that wasn't it's fair very unfair what i realized also was this is basically like legally blonde it's like happy kind of you know bubbly blonde girl a fish out of water situation where you know she has a different skill set than what's expected in this more rigid environment along the way she befriends you know maybe sort of like someone who's like a little down on their luck like a bit of a nerd you think she could be snobby because she's kind of like a popular girl main character energy but she's not she's kind she butts heads with the queen bee of the establishment by the end they make friends you know, she she gets the guy, and I was like, yeah, "This it's... is totally legally blonde," but military mm. school. That's my deep uh, literary insight, and I shouldn't be so hard on the mom and sir. <laughs> but I just felt bad for Kelly. It, the whole thing broke my heart a little bit. <laughs> mom and sir, no, they they were <laughs> that is not good parenting at all. But maybe that's the point. Maybe it's like you know, not every life situation is ideal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you make the best of. Of your family, yeah, because yeah, I mean, none of the kids life? watching are thinking like you're. You're supposed to watch and be like, "This is so unfair," and be so mad. That's true, and I mean, they do have. A, I mean, yeah. the mom. You're never supposed to be on the. It was hilarious when Kelly messes up and has to go to military court or whatever, and the mom is like, you know, kind of comforting her, and she's like, "You never asked me," and then the mom's like, "Oh." wow she's right and i'm like i the mom was just like the <laughs> just mom was so bad i was like how did she rise to this like high-powered you know career situation if she doesn't even have the you know the presence of mind to realize what she's doing to her teenage daughter in this situation but uh yeah and it just didn't seem fair that the mom had to give up her career i was it was really i just didn't like sir i'll just say it i didn't like sir <laughs> He, he, he kind of was mean to everybody. Okay. Well, that's enough ranting for me. I did very much enjoy my rewatching in case I just had strong feelings, which I think is indicative of a great film experience, you know? So that's, yeah. that's a good the note to end on. piece of art makes you feel something. That's very true. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's move into weekly wins. Anyone have anything? I've had a lot of big wins over here. So I've had friends in town. We've done a bunch of stuff. Some stuff I never even thought of to do. Some stuff I've been wanting to do since I've moved to Cleveland. We went to Lake Erie twice. Wow. Um, went to the beach and then we fished. Did you guys catch anything? No, but we only went for a little bit and then I got a sunburn, so we had to go home. Um, <laughs> I thought you got a sunburn. Well, I don't spoil it, but I thought you got a sunburn another place later this week. I got a bad sunburn. We went to Cedar Point. <laughs> it was really fun. The amusement park. Um 
And I got a terrible sunburn there. Do you need me to buy you some sunscreen? (laughs) Do you own any sunscreen? It's packed away in a box somewhere. So, like, I do need sunscreen. Do you care about You can buy some sunscreen? (laughs) (laughs) Getting a lot of... um, I could easily buy sunscreen. (laughs) I forgot. Um, I had a good time. Did get a little bit nauseous by the end, either from rides or probably more from being sunsick. Um... But had a great time. Oh, went no. to the we went to Kirtland. Oh, I didn't uh, know you guys did Kirtland too. Yeah, we did that yesterday. It was really fun. Um, we've just been all over doing all sorts of all sorts of things, like more things than I've done since I moved here. And um, yeah, it's, Matt and I were just talking great. about how we come to Cleveland all the time, and <laughs> we've never seen any like. Cleveland. I'm really sorry. Fun. I know it's. Really I can show bad. you guys around. There's a bunch of free stuff. It's not stuff. your fault. Like, it's our it's own fault. It's more that it's we hard can... to take a giant group to do things. Yeah. like downtown. Mm-hmm. We'll remember the Winterfest. How'd that work? Oh, when we all got yeah. like stuck in the snow. Oh, Winterfest. So that was downtown. Was so terrible. I think we all had our fill, <laughs> and we're just like, we're never doing that yeah. again. Well, yeah. I was like, it's it's our own fault. We need to just be like. Hey, like, can we go, you know, to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, just mm-hmm. on our own? Can we? Like, yes. I don't. I don't think <laughs> you would we? be like. Well, next time you come, we will try. Wow, I'm feeling really bad now. Like everyone hates coming to my house oh, because no, we never do anything I just fun. Said it's our own fault. No one's blaming you. <laughs> uh, next time you come, I'll show you the sites because now I know them. Yeah, we've also been watching a ton of musicals and musical movies, um, and. I feel like I'm trapped in a house with two people obsessed with Dear Evan Hansen, and it's it's oh. starting to affect my. Did they like the movie? Well-being. They love the movie. So wait, they wouldn't watch a decon. <laughs> There's... but you have to watch Dear Evan Hansen. I own Dear Evan Hansen. Now. Oh my word! Oh, <laughs> I own Dear Evan Hansen. But can I watch it? Yeah, and I've been listening. <laughs> I mean, I've been listening to the soundtrack on repeat by myself. Like they've, I've been they've Stockholm converted Syndrome. you. Yeah, I. I enjoy it. I have my ones that I like to listen to on the movie soundtrack and the ones I prefer to listen to on the Broadway soundtrack. Um, I've also gotten really into Greatest Showman. Um, we watched all the Pitch Perfect movies. Wow. It's been like tough stuff over here. Wow. That's a lot of feelings <laughs> in one like short mm-hmm. period. Yeah. I I was very uncomfortable with uh, Evan's face. Face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually, I'm surprised. I haven't actually met anyone who's been really into the they movie. They know. <laughs> so I'm. They know, but they still like But they it. just choose to mm-hmm. ignore mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. like as long as you can sort of sometimes laugh and be like, oh, why is, why is he so gruesome? Then you can also. <laughs> Wait, what? He just. Is it because he's old? Like a he lot of like weird. A lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. To make him look young. A lot of makeup and like some weird prosthetics on his face. <gasps> And it kind of makes him look like, like a badger or something. Oh no! <laughs> it's weird because he's not that old. Like he was probably what, like twenty six or twenty seven when they 26, filmed it. I think. Yeah. So like, really, he could have just done his natural face. Yeah. Um, he's not the first adult that's played a high schooler, and we've all just yeah. ignored it. You know. Yeah. So I don't know what I don't. I'm not sure what Ben Platt's thinking was in that movie, but I guess that I guess. I guess that's my good thing. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's my good thing. I'm going to pick you back with Grace's um, with another Cleveland site we went to today. Guys, should we should we um, 
show the behind the scenes of what's going on here with the with the live with the Instagram live. I feel like we need to give some explanations, <gasps> or, or should we just yeah. pretend like yeah. that was a normal thing for us to do? I think mm-hmm. so. I think yeah, we, we need explain. to explain ourselves. <laughs> so um, we enrolled in this Instagram sprint like course kind of thing. It's not really a course, but it was this. I don't know what you'd call it experience. Um, not really, but yeah, it was, it was, yeah, kind of like a course to help us. We want to try to like build our social media a little bit more because the reality is we love doing the podcast. We, none of us really want to do the social media side of it. And so we thought this would help us like force us to kind of learn more about it. Um, and it was good. We learned a lot, but one of the, every day there was an assignment and on Wednesday, the assignment was to do a live And I was the one kind of doing like most of the sprint stuff. And so I did a panicked group FaceTime where I tried to like see if anyone had any ideas for the live. I tried to see if anyone else wanted to do it. Spoiler alert, no one did. Um, (laughs) But everyone was like, you can do it. You can do it, Claire. Come on. Like, I'm like, yeah, it's easy to give a pep talk. (laughs) The thought of doing an Instagram live is just so terrifying to me and just like (laughs) just so cringe and I was like what if I say something inappropriate on accident and I can't take it back yeah so much much can can go go wrong wrong. and like yeah exactly and I'm like who would want to watch this like I was just like I don't want to do it I was like this is truly like a worst case scenario but you know we committed to it so I was like I'm gonna do it so I called Grace and I said let's go somewhere together and, and like, we'll, we'll use that as like, you know, we'll try to tie it in to next week where we are going to be reading, um, this is where you belong, which talks a lot about like loving where you live. So I was like, we'll try to tie it in with that. So we went to this candy shop, BA Sweeties. It's not a shop. It's a warehouse. Um, for yeah. more info, watch our live. I won't, you know, I'm, I'm obviously big on background information <laughs> on this episode. So I'll spare you the background info. Check out our Instagram if you want to watch it. People were very nice. No one made us feel bad about the live. Mm-hmm. Claire and I stood outside the building. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that for part. Like Ten minutes. Well, also there was I didn't know how to start it. Like I just I was like I do not want people to see us. It'd be one thing if you're walking through the store talking to your phone, but to have someone watch you like start it, start it was just like it was embarrassing. It was, it was so was very embarrassing. embarrassing. And there was this mom and her little son who were out there, like, I think they were meeting a friend because they were standing out there, like, with us. And it was like, I, we we're just silent, like, hoping they would leave so we could start. And they were just standing there and it was like crickets chirping. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so uncomfortable. And Grace is like, I think we got we to just start. You got to just do it. I was like, I can't when they're standing right there. Oh, it was so cringe. Like, it was just so nerve wracking. about this sounds horrible. Yeah. So mm-hmm. thank you to those of you that commented. And we just felt – we just felt – we're making fun of ourselves. If you've ever done a live, I'm sure it was delightful. We just were like, we're not live people. This is scary for us. Um, Look, but if we you did ever it. see something on our social media and you're like, uh, mm-hmm. trust us, we know. Yeah. We're just, mm-hmm. we're just trying to spread <laughs> yeah, the word I about like, the podcast. I want to explain that that's why I had to. Oh, I did force Anne to do that reel. Well. Hey, Anne, that reel got good views. So don't be, I don't know, but beat yourself up. Reel. Guys, oh this gosh. is the game, okay? Yeah, we got it. But this is the behind the scenes. This is people need to know that, like, we're we're hustling. We're we're trying to spread the word about the podcast any way we can. Every time <laughs> we do something like this, it gives me like a new respect for people who actually 
do this yeah. all the time. It's harder than it because looks. Because I think it looks easy, but then when you spend 20 minutes trying to make a four-second reel, you're like, oh, actually, this is mm-hmm. going to work. <laughs> um, but yeah, going to PA Sweeties was very fun. That will just be my weekly win. It was a fun, funny little adventure. Um, and that's all. <laughs> so, Anne, I've been wanting to try um, real tanny foam. And I was very scared, but Anne bolstered my spirits <laughs> and I did it and I love it and I am very I'm a big proponent of it now um I did my toes the girls on TikTok they lie because they're like just lather it all over and they show themselves like they're like go between your toes and like go over your heels a little bit and I did that and I my toes were it looked like I'd been walking through salt or something. <laughs> they were so blackened and brown and terrible. I had one of my friends. I saw a friend the next day, and I was wearing, like, flip-flops, which was a mistake. I should have covered my feet until I could exfoliate. But um, I walked into her house, and immediately she was like, oh, you got a tan. And she was, like, looking at my feet because <laughs> they were so bad. Um, but the rest of it was great. So that's um, one weekly win. And then another um, fun thing we got to go to Nauvoo. Um, We didn't stay. So I still need to see like all the sites. But we got to go to the temple and it's very cool. And How far is it um, from you guys? It's like a two hour drive. Oh, I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, So yeah, that was very fun. And I'm excited to go back. We've had a church history heavy week mm-hmm. as a group between you and Grace. That's what happens in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I found this account on TikTok. Well, okay. Fashion accounts on TikTok are like a dime a dozen. But I think since I have been like pregnant and stuff and, you know, Matt's been in school, I haven't really been able to like let myself think about clothes or like fashion Mm -hmm. really and that's actually like something that i love um not that i'm like good at it or like yes you are don't beat yourself up uh (laughs) i'm not really like i'm not at the caliber of like these girls on tiktok and i'm also like old we can't none of us can compare ourselves to the tiktok girls that's the thing i'm just kind of like an average person with like I like shopping, I guess. You're a mom but, from the Midwest. Yeah. With good taste. <laughs> doing your best. Mm-hmm. I'm doing, exactly. So that's, you know, yeah, that's my level. But anyway, um, but it's been fun to kind of like let myself think more about like, oh, when when I want to buy some clothes, like what am I going to get? Like what's mm-hmm. my style going to be? And and I think our, our episode about capsule wardrobes also kind of like inspired this but um anyway i found this account um she's called um it's let's see it's at miss fernandez on tiktok um and she gives like capsule wardrobe tips and she has like a series called um i think it's like how i became more stylish or something and she just gives like really simple tips um but they're really good and um, she also kind of has the body type 
that I have of like a short torso and long legs. And so she gives a lot of tips about that as well, like flattering, I don't know, flattering things for that body type, which I appreciate because I feel like so many times you see something really cute and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to buy that. And then you like try it on and it's horrifying on you. And then you realize like someone with a totally different body type, you know, was wearing it and that's why it looked good. So I I like that about her, but she also has really good tips for just anyone um, who needs a little boost of style. Um, so yeah, uh, check her out, I guess. I, I like her. She has, I think, an Australian accent. So that's oh, even better. Pleasant. <laughs> pleasant. <laughs> okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. <laughs>